the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. In his weekly radio and Internet address today, among the topics President uh, Trump brought up was respect for the American flag. Before watching a football game, you want to see those players be proud of their country, respect our country, respect our flag, and respect our national anthem. And we think they will. We certainly hope they will. For the Democrats, it was Senator Bernie Sanders taking aim at the current Republican version of a tax overhaul and budget plan. A budget that would do incalculable harm to tens of millions of working families, to our children, to the sick, to the elderly, and to the poor. Sanders uh, made the claim that the Republican budget proposal would benefit the wealthy at the expense of the poor. The fires continuing to burn in Northern California, especially in Sonoma County. This is SRN News. You can always count on Dennis Prager to go deeper into an issue. It's so obvious to me that there are gradations of sin. A serial adulterer is not the same as a one-time adulterer. Otherwise, we're doomed. If everything is equal in the world of sin, then is everything equal in the world of good? So has everybody just morphed into some giant moral blob? The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Just after 1 o'clock here and the Northern Alliance Radio Network is coming up next on The Patriot. Glad you're with us and we want to have you with us for an evening with Elder. It's coming up quick. It's a week from Tuesday, October 24th. You can still get general admission tickets. Those start at $15 and there's still a few VIP dinner tickets available. That is a good time. Don't miss out on an evening with Elder Tuesday, October 24th. Get your tickets and get details at am1280thepatriot.com. We get wet later today, upper 50s for the high, lots of sun for Sunday. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the blinding shroud of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, institutional blue. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, for 15 years, going on 16, uh, one of Minnesota's foremost outlets and places to go for conservative news as well as music, history, pop culture, whatever else grabs my fancy. And also, of course, uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the radio show, uh, going on 15 years now of uh, dominating Twin Cities, 14, 14, 15 years, uh, dominating Twin Cities weekend 
Talk Radio. We've been around since 2004. I guess that's going on 14 years altogether. We'll get to 15. Knock wood. God willing. And with a tailwind. But uh, myself, Brad Carlson, every Sunday from 2 to 3. King Banyan every Saturday morning from 9 to 11. Dominating Twin Cities Weekend Talk Radio. With it by 9, but firm grip on the situation. We've got a big broadcast today. So much stuff going on today, both on the air and off. Tons and tons of stuff. People all over the place. Uh... We've got uh, uh, Fadumu uh, Youssef is going to be joining us, a Republican candidate for the Minneapolis City Council, should be joining us momentarily here at the bottom of the hour. We'll be talking with Twyla Brace at the top of the next hour about their annual dinner. That's going to be a fun one. Pete Hegseth will be the keynote. Howard Root will be the MC. Of course, Howard Root's been on this broadcast several times. We hope to have him on again. Uh, one of the show's great discoveries is last year, uh, the author of Cardiac Arrest, uh, someone you need to be reading and listening to. And uh, uh, Abby Sukraj will be on at the uh, later on in the second hour to talk about her fight against the menthol cigarette ban in Minneapolis because Minneapolis has all of its problems solved. <laughs> And so they could go messing with menthol cigarettes. Why, yes, it is an example of white privilege, and it's a a real genuine example of white upper-middle-class liberal privilege, uh, or what we on this broadcast call urban progressive privilege, uh, which we'll talk about with uh, Abby Sukraj later on in the broadcast here. Interesting stuff here today. But first, I'm going to step a little out of character today, uh, because I have spent over the past several years, probably close to a decade on this broadcast, a certain amount of time riffing on Minnesota DFL Chairman Ken Martin, who is who is someone I go to for civil discourse on Minnesota politics about as often as I go to David Duke for, for tips on 1970s R&B music. Not uh, a, a not a practitioner, let's just say, in either case. Uh, Ken Martin... Uh, Yet I gotta not only feel a little sorry for him, but give him a sincereish compliment here because he's got a tough road to hoe this week, uh, and in a way I kind of feel sorry for the guy because on the one hand, uh, just I believe it was yesterday, the New York Times, which is the PR agency for Democrats at the national level, uh, released an article that was just oozes disparagement of blue collar workers in northern Minnesota. I mean. The, the disparagement, the arrogance, the condescension hovers over this article like fog on a northern Minnesota lake on a chilly fall morning. And, and, and the, the snide patronage echoes through it like a loon on a northern Minnesota lake in the middle of summer. What exactly am I talking about? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some examples from this, edit, uh, from this piece in the New York Times. Quote, uh, they were referring to, they did a brief interview to start the article with a blue collar fella who was a heavy equipment mechanic and one of the few mines that still works up there. Uh, the guy drives to the mine in his truck. Um, they, they start, I should say, they start by quoting a retired Twin Cities real estate lawyer and environmentalist named Becky Rom, who lives uh, in Ely, but she, let's just say she's a transplant. She's uh, a woman who worked as a Twin Cities lawyer for decades, a real estate lawyer. And her and her husband, who is a labor lawyer, by the way, and lawyers working for firms that donated a lot of money to the DFL, by the way. I mean, we're talking your Kenwood, Crocus Hill crowd here. Uh, 
Anyway, this woman, Becky Rahm, is referring to the blue-collar guy that the Times started the article with, a, a guy who's a heavy, a 29-year-old heavy equipment mechanic, son and grandson of miners of Finnish descent from uh, the Iron Range, up around Ely. Anyway, she refers to the guy, the blue-collar fella, uh, as someone who, quote, <clears throat> drives to the mine in his truck, comes home and watches TV, and doesn't know his world, uh, doesn't know this world exists, says uh, Becky Rahm, the retired real estate lawyer I talked about. And the, and the world she talks about is she has a, a home on inherited land on a lake that is a couple portages away from the southern end of the Boundary Waters. One of the upsides of living in Ely, if you've got a ton of money, okay? Nice lakefront property, the kind of place that you get when you're a double-income lawyer family from the Twin Cities that inherits it through from another generation of of moneyed lawyers from up north. Uh, anyway, says Becky Rahm, a 68-year-old lawyer who returned to her childhood home after retirement and now leads the environmental campaign against the mines in the Ely area. Now, I'm going to read that again. This fellow, quote, drives to the mine in his truck, comes home and watches TV, and he doesn't know this world exists says Miss Elitist Fop. And her husband is quoted here, uh, a, a fellow named Reed Karen, who is a, a retired Twin Cities corporate lawyer. Resentment is the primary driver of the pro-mining crowd here. They are resentful that other people have come here and been successful while they were sitting around waiting for a big mining company, said uh, Reed Karen. They want someone to just give them a job so they can all drink beer with their buddies and go four-wheeling and snowmobiling with their buddies, not have to think about anything except punching a clock. And people wonder why Donald Trump won the election. <laughs> and people wonder why Donald Trump came within a point and a half in Minnesota. And, and people wonder why the 8th Congressional District seems likely to be sliding towards the Republican Party. Gosh, go figure. Uh, I mean, the elite, if someone said this about you, and, and by the way, they do say this about you. The, the, the Roms and the, and the Karens, they're a couple, they're married. Uh, these, these people are, in effect, New Yorkers and Los Angeles, yeah, Hollywooders among us. They are the elite. They are the people who, uh, who who run in the circles that keep the DFL in power in this state. Okay, the metrocrats. Now they have retired to the family land up by a placid lake. They have earned their money, quote unquote, uh, as corporate lawyers, and and now they want their environment left alone. And on the one hand, it's hard to argue with them. If they want to phrase this in, in environmental terms, we can have a discussion. But the article and the uh, their, their comments and the Times article are all about a peepacking bull, not for what they want to bring to the environment, but for who they are. Or actually, who these elitist fops would like to think they and many of you actually are. See, here's the problem, though. If you're Ken Martin, these people are traditional DFLers. And which people am I talking about? Both. The 
the blue-collar guys, the miners, I mean, this is where the L in DFL labor comes from. The Farmer Labor Party was a, a started in the, nineteen, I believe, 19-teens or 1920s as a socialist party, a pro-Soviet socialist party, actually, that was uh, composed of radical farmers and union activists from the Iron Range. And the F and L in DFL refers to those people. These are people who up until fairly recently have been solid DFLers. So they're traditional constituency of Ken Martin's party. But let's not go too fast because while those people are still up there in the Iron Range and still vote DFL by a cat's whisker, Ken Martin's leash is largely held by who? Metrocrats who lead the environmentalist movement in the state from the Twin Cities, held by people like Reed Karen and Becky Rom, the people who were looking down their aquiline noses at the, the blue-collar white guys up in the Iron Range. These are the people behind Minnesota's environmental groups. And, by the way, they are the same as those behind Minnesota's biggest progressive money pools, groups that we've been talking about for years in this broadcast, like Alliance for a Better Minnesota and Win Minnesota. Liberals, progressives, I should say, with deep pockets who like to spend their money and their time on politics to make sure that they wield power effectively in this state. And one of the areas where they wield their power most effectively is in terms of dominating environmental policy in Minnesota. They haven't killed off the mining industry in northern Minnesota yet, but they've given it a couple good body blows over the last 40 years. I mean, the American steel industry didn't the collapse. The American steel industry in the 60s and 70s didn't help. But there's other mining to be done up there. By the way, the Times article gives a great... In and among all the condescension and elitism, it gives a great description of why Minnesota is so blessed with mineral wealth, going back to geology billions of years ago. It's fascinating stuff, actually, until you get into the condescension, and then it gets really fascinating. So at any rate, what you have here is a battle in the pages of the New York Times between two different DFL constituencies, the L in DFL, the the blue-collar mine workers of northern Minnesota, who the DFL is doing their best to hang on to by the skin of their teeth. They're they're hanging on to the last of them with their fingernails here. And you've seen them flaking off. Some of the the mining unions have actually endorsed Republicans in, say, congressional races over this last uh, couple of cycles here. So the hold is slipping, and the DFL knows that if the hold on those miners slips and goes over to the likes of Donald Trump, they're not going to win that district again for generations. I mean, Duluth is a DFL stronghold, of course. But if they lose those miners, as they will eventually lose the 1st and 7th congressional districts, suddenly they're going to be a minority party outside the metro area. But it's inside the metro area that the money is, the money that keeps uh, Ken Martin's smear machine uh, in the chips. And that's important to him as well. In fact, he is in a situation where he can't alienate anybody. So how did he respond? Oh, he responded yesterday. We'll talk about that when we come back. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Join us, won't you please? It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. 
Hey, good day. Welcome to our show. Hey, good day, Hoser. Hey, we got some news for you. Premier Pool and Spa wants to help you get ready for hot tub season, and it's coming fast. Get a new hot tub from Arctic Spas. Yeah, you know, they have those all-weather pools, too, perfect for swimming in the backyard. When the weather starts to cool down, I don't have to wear my toque in the pool anymore. And it won't cost you an arm and a leg because these tubs are built in Canada, you know. And Premier even helps with the financing. Yeah, I got an Arctic delivered, and it was less than 90 bucks a month. So I'll be tubbing it all winter, too. Saving money, I don't have to take the family on vacation then. Yeah, and with the weather this year, you it was really good, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. You had all my kids over at your house, too. By the way, thanks. Arctic Spas, only way to hot tub in Minnesota. With the deals going on right now, there has never been a better time to take the plunge. Visit Premier Pool and Chan has an A at PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously. PremierPools.com. Dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard People. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773. Or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Prolife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from RB's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of this fall for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, Evening with Elder, coming up a week from this coming Tuesday, tickets are going fast. No, seriously, the previous ticket, premium tickets will probably be gone by the end of the weekend, so get in there. All the other classes of tickets are moving really fast, too. We might be sold out early this coming week. So get in on it. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. Sign up for an evening with Larry Elder. That's what you're going to want to do. It's, I'll see you there, by the way. It's going to be a great time. And I have now officially walked up to the post. And... Well, yes, I used to work in Top 40 Radio. What do you ask?
with Elder coming up on Tuesday the 24th. That's just a week from this coming Tuesday. So, so, so much coming up here in the coming weeks. Of course, Faduma Yusuf joining us at the bottom of the hour. Twyla Brace at the top of the hour. And later on next hour, uh, Abby Sukraj talking about the menthol cigarette ban and how that will solve all of Minneapolis's problems. Anyway. Speaking of problems, Ken Martin had a bit of a problem this past week. He's the chairman of the Minnesota DFL party, and he had a bit of a Solomonic dilemma, uh, a dilemma worthy of King Solomon. Uh, he, he wound up, on the one hand, with the official newspaper of uh, rec- well, no, the official D- uh, PR agency of the Democratic Party nationwide, the New York Times, doing an article that included a series of passages where people who represent one of the DFL's most vital constituencies, i.e. wealthy metrocrats who give big money to environmental groups along with the DFL, uh, disparaged in incredibly insulting, patronizing, and and, and, uh, infantilistic terms, uh, blue-collar miners in in, in, in the Iron Range, basically using the same sort of terms that New Yorkers were reserved for uh, uh, hot tar roofers in in, uh, Tennessee or or people who refinish driveways, Uh, those sorts of... By the way, all due respect to those who refinish driveways, it's not mine, it's theirs. Uh, Which, by the way, are also, in the Iron Range, a key DFL constituency, or at least have been traditionally, and one that the DFL desperately needs to hold on to, notwithstanding the fact that the big money wing of the party is trying to kill in Minnesota. I mean, they are. So here you are. You are the chair of the party that is trying to keep both of these vital constituencies happy and under your roof. That means you are Ken Martin. What do you do? Well, he released a press uh, statement yesterday in response to the comments about Minnesota blue-collar workers uh, in the New York Times yesterday. And he says, and I quote, my brother Trevor is a hardworking carpenter. Every morning before the sun comes up, he wakes up, packs up his tools in his truck and drives through Minnesota to a job site. He works long hours performing backbreaking work to put bread on his table for his family. When I read the disrespectful remarks made about workers in the New York Times article on mining, I immediately thought of Trevor. It's a good response. And he walked the tightrope fairly expertly in his own way. But when he says he read the disrespectful remarks made about workers in the New York Times, he rather artfully left out the fact that the remarks came from two of his most valuable constituents, two people that he needs to suck up to without stint to keep his party financially afloat. Two of the Twin Cities metrocrat environmentalist class that that float the DFL financially. So he made a point of not mentioning them. Good move, Ken. Quote, these judgmental comments wrongly disparage thousands of hardworking Minnesotans. There's no question that the issue of mining in northern Minnesota is a contentious one, but there's no room in the debate for sharp-tongued attack on, attacks on Minnesotans who work hard every day to provide their family for their families and support our state's economy. So, sounded almost like, like a Trump fan 
he turns the argument into Minnesota versus New York. And of course, he does that by leaving out the fact that the sharp-tongued attacks on Minnesotans came from who? Minnesotans. Minnesotans who have filled out tens of thousands of dollars in checks and given thousands of hours of their time to the DFL over the course of their careers. People who come from a city that votes for the DFL as reliably as East Berlin voted for the Communist Party until 1991. People who worked for law firms that donated tens of thousands of dollars to the DFL and its candidates over the years. Oh, those didn't quite make it into his response. Gosh, I wonder why. Let's 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 go back to the, the article. As the campaign manager for the landmark Clean Water Land and Legacy Amendment in 2008, I know firsthand how important it is to protect our natural resources for future generations. Well, no. What that does is prove he knows full well how to transfer taxpayers' money into the hands of DFL, the DFL political class. I also know that there are few people who value the environment more than the men and women who hunt, fish, and hike outside their homes on the Iron Range. Well, that's a nice, safe statement. Uh, so he's, he's doing a, a capable job of walking that tightrope between offending minors and offending the people up to whom he must suck to keep the DFL financially afloat. Time for the tagline. Here in Minnesota, we value civility. We treat each other with respect. <laughs> Sorry, I can't keep a straight face reading this. I mean, I mean Ken, if, you know, Ken Martin's a perfectly fine human being, and he, he does the job he's paid to do, and one of the jobs... Of a, of a party chairman is to to bag on the opposition. That's what he does. And he, if you look at Jennifer Carnahan, the, the, the new chair of the GOP, I mean, she, she takes it to the DFL. But few people in my experience, even among DFL circles, have done it with less respect and civility than Ken Martin has. <laughs> Here in Minnesota, we value civility. And of it's refuted in the article itself. Who was it who was saying that, that uh, who, who was it who made the quote? Let me find it. Let me find it here. Uh, these people drive to their mines in their trucks, come home, watch TV, and doesn't know this world exists. Uh, they, they are resentful of other people who've come here and been successful while they were sitting around waiting for a big mining company. They want somebody to give them a job so they can drink beer with their buddies and go four-wheeling and snowmobiling with their buddies and not have to think about anything except punching a clock. Was this said by a New Yorker? No! It was said by a couple of Minnesotans. And were these Minnesotans Republicans? No, they were DFLers. This, and I, Ken Martin doesn't point this out. And of course, who can blame him? He's trying to avert a civil war in his own party, a civil war that's been brewing forever, a civil war that's been manifesting by the fact that Donald Trump came within an absolute trice of winning the, Eighth congressional district, uh, not long in the last election, and Stuart Mills took two really solid runs at the DFL incumbent Rick Nolan in that district over the last two cycles, and that Chip Kravak actually stole it from Jim Oberstar in 2010. 
That's how fragile DFL hegemony in the Iron Range is. And without the Iron Range, especially if the, the, the rest of the 8th Congressional District nullifies Duluth's control over the 8th Congressional District, then the DFL suddenly jumps, drops to be, and, and when, eventually Colin Peterson retires, and if Tim Waltz loses in the 1st Congressional District, suddenly the DFL congressional delegation from Minneapolis becomes a minority of the congressional delegation. See what's at stake here, folks. By the way, speaking of Tim Waltz, he's running for governor, and he's made it fairly clear that he's uh, in, got a hat in the ring to run for governor. He's currently the uh, first district representative representing southern Minnesota. And over the past week on my blog, I, I pointed out that uh, Tim Waltz, and by, by the way, this actually came out in the uh, Min Post in an article Brianna Biersbach wrote this past week. Uh, Tim Waltz, as I pointed out, as we talked about briefly last week on this blog, uh, on this show rather, is trying to get Minnesota's uh, DFL metrocrats uh, to endorse uh, him as the next DFL governor candidate uh, to forget that in each of his previous races for Congress, except perhaps this last one, I believe 2016 was the exception, he was endorsed by the National Rifle Association as a strong gun rights supporter to get elected in a very rural, largely a district that was Republic up, uh, Republican up until 2006, 2008 maybe. And over the past couple of weeks, especially the last year and especially the last couple of weeks, he's been throwing shooters under the bus for all he's worth, appearing at benefits for Protect Minnesota and for Moms Want Action and other victim disarmament groups of, of uh, in their weight class. And by the way, he just nominated as or selected as his running mate for governor, Peggy Flanagan, who may be the single most liberal person in the Minnesota House of Representatives, someone who uh, put the blue in Minneapolis. And so he's been buffing up his anti-gun creds running for governor to try and get the endorsement. Because, of course, you got to win the Metrocrats to get endorsement. Mark my words. If he gets endorsement uh, at the next uh, DFL convention this uh, this coming spring, He's going to double back on that and work hard to get shooters statewide to forget the other things that he just did there, <laughs> the, the, uh, the throwing the shooters under the bus. You see, you've got a, a whole lot of stories about the DFL having to serve two masters this past week. It's your job in mind to make sure that doesn't work. Fadumi Youssef, when we come back, I hope, Northern Alliance, Sam 12A, The Patriot. Do you really want to be the only person in Minneapolis that can't brag about their plans for the big game? You could sit in some random sports bar, or you could actually have an exclusive star-studded four-day experience with limitless marketing benefits, custom big game branding opportunities, and category-exclusive indoor and outdoor brand activation VIP packages. Or there's the random sports bar, your choice. If you're serious about huge brand benefits, be a part of this massive local event. Make plans worth talking about. Visit BigGameMPLS.com for more information. That's BigGameMPLS.com. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. 
For your free quote, call 800-721-4880. That's 800-721-4880. 800-721-4880. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. People say there are billions of dollars lost in a market crash. The truth is, they're not lost, they just exchange hands. And the good news is, by gaining the right kind of knowledge, you can learn to recognize the opportunities that exist and, more importantly, act on them. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder of Tradeway. Along with being an investment advisor, Tradeway offers our students a powerful education so that they can take their investments in their own hands. We break down the confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We keep it simple, fun, and personal. Come join us at our next two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn to take small steps to reach your biggest goals. Coming to the Minneapolis Marriott West, December 1st and 2nd. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Financial Fortitude with Dale Creed Francis and Ryan Litvin. There are safe investments that take out the risk of loss, and that sounds too good to be true, but it's not. There's hybrid investment vehicles that have been created. Things change all the time. We always say, you know, we used to ride horses, now we drive cars. Investment vehicles have changed. Financial Fortitude with Dale Creed Francis and Ryan Litvin. Saturday at 3 and Sundays at 11 a.m. here on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Should you care to join me? And I I hope you do. Hey, just a quick reminder, my band, the Supreme Soviet of Love, will be having its album release party November 12th, a month from tomorrow at O'Gara's in St. Paul. Hope you can join us for that. But here's something from the record. Yeah, we talked about the weather. More about that as we come back uh, later on the broadcast here. Uh, by the way, just just the subject of the first half of the show here, first half of the hour here was uh, the uh, the DFL is trying to serve two masters. You, you're seeing that in the uh, Ken Martin's response to the New York Times, where he's really trying to serve three masters. The DFL's, or the Democratic Party's national PR firm, uh, the New York Times, as well as the uh the the environmentalists who control his uh, bank book and the uh the the, the rest of the DFL of course the people who are his uh, key voting constituency up in uh, northern minnesota the the miners up in the 8th Congre- congressional district who have been slowly but surely fading away uh, from the DFL and joining the the GOP over the last several election cycles this is uh, a difficult moment for the the DFL and it's reflected in further in Tim Wallace's logical gymnastics and trying to bounce back and forth between desperately needing the support of the National Rifle Association in the 1st Congressional District and desperately needing to rebuke the National Rifle Association to keep all that good metrocrat money flowing down south to him Oh, yes, we'll be covering that because nobody's going to forget this if I have anything uh, to, to say about this. And, and by the way, if I have anything to say about this, you'll be helping me do all that. But first, 
Speaking of, uh, of, of that metro area, it's my pleasure to welcome to the broadcast a uh, Republican candidate for the, uh, the, the Minis- excuse me, Minneapolis City Council, Faduma Youssef, joins us. Faduma, welcome to the broadcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, wh- where, where you come from, where, how you got into politics, what, uh, what possessed you to want to run for uh, the uh, Minneapolis City Council. Oh, thank you very much for welcoming me to sure. the show today. I am, uh, my name is Fiduma Yusuf, and I'm a mother of five kids, mm-hmm. and I, I came from Somalia. I've been living in the United States for 15 years. Okay. I graduated high school and a college here and went to university. Okay. I, um, my dad used to be a public servant. So that where I heritage from the political, and on the other things, the reason that I'm running for, we've seen a lot in Ward Six, um, in I would say in Minneapolis, in Minnesota, state of Minnesota, especially south and um, where I live, we out of the political. When I'm talking about the Republican Party, right, and our People, American people, whether it's immigrants or born here, they have been brainwashed from democratic. Yes. And in fact, you're, you, the Somali community, of course, has uh, taken a prominent position in the DFL party in, in obviously in, in uh, District 60, in the, in the, uh, the West Bank area, having toppled uh, Phyllis Khan, longtime representative from office, replacing her with Ilhan Omar. So, so. If one had to think of Somali politics in Minneapolis, they first reflexed to think DFL. But we've had a couple of uh, Somali Somalis running for office as Republicans. We uh, talked to one candidate who ran against Phyllis Khan a couple of years ago, uh, Abdi Malika Skar, uh, who's a great friend of this broadcast. So, so what what brought to you the Republican Party? Uh, well, um, I am as the other Somali community live here. Okay. In Minnesota, especially in Minneapolis area, uh, majority we live in uh, Ward 6 right. in that district close to the downtown Minneapolis. Right. And when I first came here, I have been told Republicans are the worst candidate. I mean, parties, if you ever wanted to vote for somebody, vote for Democratic. Who told you this, by the way? I've always been, we always, for those of us who are, Anglo-Americans and Republicans hear this. Someone is telling immigrants to vote Democrat. Who told you this, by the way? Well, I don't remember, but I've specific those people's, but I remember I have been told that. Oh, I'm not looking it's for names. It's the community. But yeah. it's, it's one of the, I mean, some of the community actually members. Right. Who are, when I look back, who were looking their personal interests. Right. And... I was asked why, and then I have been told again, because Republicans doesn't like us. They don't like immigrants. They don't like us as a Muslim, and that's why we don't, we, and they want to cut every benefits. Right. I was a student uh, in high school that time, and I have been told they will cut the benefits that you're getting from the government while you are students. And my grandma, who passed away, was there. We came at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I took that message because I didn't know it because it was my first time to come to the United States. Right. Then I realized I had a lot of research a couple of years after I graduated high school and I went to the college. 
And I figured it out. Republicans are the one we actually have a lot, um, a lot like in our, you know, communities. And I'm not talking about the Somali communities only. I'm talking about the all immigrants because our right. country, where we came from, it's not a country who give uh, people or who handed out the people. Right. It's a country who actually allow everybody to work and, you know, to work hard and do what they want to do for themselves and their country as well. Yeah, and that's, first of all, that's a part of American history. The the, the the Democratic Party has spent the last 130 years telling each new wave of immigrants how icky and awful the Republicans are. And gradually, some of them, uh, Jewish Americans, Italian Americans, Polish Americans, uh, Catholics, for, in many respects, they were all sort they had the same sort of narrative from the people who are already here who are building their political machines. But let's talk about another thing that's interesting you said. I had a similar discussion with Abi Malik Askar and a few other Somali Republicans. And you pointed out that, that one of the things that you were told, and I think there is something to this, is that some Republicans are not especially welcoming to Muslims. And I fight that all the time. My mother lived in Turkey for many years. Uh, I have a lot of Muslims in my in my social circle. They're They're perfectly fine Americans just like everyone else. What's it like being a Muslim and a Republican? Do you, have you felt welcomed by the party? I absolutely. Okay. I People always, whether they are Democratic or Republicans or Muslims or not, everybody have their own characteristic. And you cannot judge what someone has been done for the whole community, entire of the either a party or the community. Right. And I went the first pre-caucus in Burnsville here where um, the, the, you know, a lot of supporters, they were doing the Trump's pre-caucus. The reason being, I, I knew I was the Republicanist, uh, but I was trying to see how the people were act since I'm a Muslim and I would be the different one because that time people were saying in the media, Trump has been kicked one of his, you know, one of the people who were there, she, a Muslim lady. He's... Um, and I, I went there to see how the people react when I go there. And I really welcome. I welcome people welcome me. And I, I felt, you know, I'm a different than others. And they um, allowed me to speak the one of the media, I think it was um, CEO, one of the news. Uh, I don't remember. And I, you know, have been given the trams assigned uh, the sign that says Trump make American great again. I went to a couple pictures with some other supporters and it was really great. It turns different way that I was expecting. Yeah. And oh. it's not, my message is I've, I was, um, I had an interview, um, week and, uh, about two weeks ago for one of the Somali, um, conference rooms and, People said, I've heard like the other people that were interviewed in many communities that were saying she's a Republican. And I've told that night, I said, well, I'm a Republican, but think what's the difference between the Republicans and the Democratic. And what did they say? I mean, how, that's, how did they respond to that? Well, they really liked it. I told like we all, 
you know, when it comes like the family values and other cultures that we have, yeah. we relate it to the Republicans. Yeah. It, it, there, there are people who, and I'm ashamed to say some of them are in my own party, who say that, that Muslim, Islam is not compatible with democracy, which is to which I respond, well, either is Catholicism, if you get right down to it. It's, it's how the people approach their relationship between them and the state and, and where they put their religion in that relationship that matters the most. Uh, and all you really have to do to be a Republican is care about freedom. Uh, and that's really what it's supposed to be all about. So, so I asked you how your reception was among Republicans as a Muslim woman. What's your reception among Somalis been like as a Republican? Um, well, as I said, I've always um, believed what we have in common for Republicans. Right. And I don't think there's any problem either with myself or, you know, uh, for the other um, Somali communities. I've always told them, like, we have common values that we share with the Republicans. Right. And I, I've told, even though Somalia has, you know, had a civil war, and they have been, um, didn't have a, many years, 20-some years for, you know, um, presidents or the governments, Rizal governments, um, I say everybody was working themselves. Okay. We have a value that we share, the Republicans, marriage are between men and women. Right. Even though here in America, everybody have their own rights to do whatever they wanted. I'm not interfering with others, but that's what we have. We have a culture. We have a, a, a faith or religion allows us to, you know, keep it no matter where we go. Right. Absolutely. We're talking with Fadumi Youssef, who's running for the Ward 6 seat on the Minneapolis City Council. We'll take your calls at 651-289-4488 on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. The fun has just begun. AM 1280, The Patriot. Message and data rates may apply. Oh my gosh, that's Frank Thomas. No. Yes, that's him. Go ahead. Excuse me, are you Frank Thomas? Yes, I am. I bet you get recognized a lot. I was a pretty good ball player. You were? Some people thought so. Sorry, we recognize you from those Nugenics commercials. Oh yeah? That's great. So does Nugenics really work? Oh yeah, I really can feel the difference. My workouts are better, and I feel a lot more energetic. I wish my husband would use Nugenics. It's so easy to get started. All you have to do is send one simple text. Text the word PRIME22 to 321 321 for a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And you're going to like the difference, too. Text PRIME22 to 321 321 for a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. Samples are not available in stores. Text PRIME22 to 321 321. Am I impressed with the relief factor? You know I am. So many people are out of pain thanks to it. Well, Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have just told us that for the entire month of October, they're going to send $5 to Africa New Life every time they sell a three-week quick start for just $19.95. That's right, $5 of that $19.95 is going to help rescue and care for a child in Rwanda. 
For years now, Pete and Seth have been helping these kids, but now they're going to do even more with your help. A lot of people who order the three-week quick start program go on to order and renew month after month. And that happens because in most cases, with Relief Factor, you really can lower or even eliminate your pain. If you're in pain, please help yourself by joining Pete and Seth to rescue and save more kids in need. Order the three-week quick start for $19.95 at relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-721-4880. That's 800-721-4880. 800-721-4880. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us, and by us I mean myself and Faduma Youssef, who's running for the Minneapolis City Council for Ward 6 in Minneapolis. Now, I've had my words with the the Minneapolis City Council in the past, especially with uh, Representative, uh, or Ninth Ward, uh, Representative Alondra Cano, who is our own little bit of Disneyland descended from up above. I mean, she's just the the greatest talk radio fodder ever made. You're in the Sixth Ward, which, of course, is uh, Cedar Riverside, uh, the West Bank, Stevens Square, that general area around the Riverside uh, Plaza Apartments, uh, Those that, that area of, of Minneapolis. Tell us, uh, who, who are you running against? I am running against the currently a gentleman who is the currently city council called Abdiwar Sameh. Okay. And Mahmoud Noor, who have been run a couple times, including last year, right. for the different seats. And I think he, I think Noor also ran against Phyllis Khan. I think he was the uh, the person who ran against Phyllis Khan in, I believe, 2014 in that rather combative race. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's so he's close to a household name as you get among Somalis in Minnesota politics, I think. So so uh, tell us a little bit about, about the politics of the Sixth Ward. Uh, I mean, there's been allegations that... The election judges in the sixth ward play favorites just a little bit. Do you have any observations on on the electoral system in the sixth ward? Well, I've I've went there when um, the first week of the early voting to vote, uh, of course, for myself and other candidates who were um, there um, as as Republicans. Right. And as I was trying to observe the i i have been told the circular casey mm-hmm. sent an email which i haven't seen it yet hmm. that says the candidate is supposed to be um 100 feet away from the election area right 
you can't be electioneering closer than a hundred feet from from the polling yes, station. Yes, I was. Right? Uh, yeah, on the other side, I've 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 had some of the voters who wants to vote for me, mm-hmm. and I I've told I never go that I was in my car, right? Waiting, drop them off, waiting, and I told if they ever wanted for help. Just ask the others, the non-Somali election judges, because what I have been told was election judges and some other volunteers for the other candidates, they were telling the people who wants to vote for me, Fadumu Yusuf has given up. She's not on the ballot. Really? Yes. Huh. It's not one person. It's many people. Really? And um, including the voters that I took yesterday, they were asked who they need to vote for. You know, it's almost as if we were to send a bunch of people with hidden cameras into polling stations to see this sort of stuff going on. It's almost like we might find something. Anyway, I digress. So this is some dirty politics. And yes. And as I read another um, email from Casey in in, an election department that says somebody who helped the voters for the, the... one person can help three times for the whole election year. But I've seen it people when I was there and waiting, voters to be returned, people that have on the other side, both sides, not even far from the 100 feet away, making campaigns and also um, going there inside. Many times going inside and coming, like they're going their home, like, going inside. And that is not right. I also have a video that, along with some other messages, that Casey has been saying voters have a right to vote um, safely without harassment and bullying um, and interfering with their um, actually politicals or whoever they want to vote for. But I've seen it again. That's not what's going on over there. Wow. People are asking who you want to vote which they never ask. Election judges have no rights. And those election judges, what I'm going to say is they there for some other um, candidates or even even if it's they not, they have been told to specifically work with some other candidates. And that's not a right. No. I've only once since the election started twice, which was one for yesterday and the beginning when I want to vote for myself and others that I want to vote for. And that's really, it's, it, it, it makes me shocked because you cannot broke the system and the you know, uh, rules of election, how the election has been made. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of immigrants come here to get away from that sort of, uh, those sort of rigged elections and, and the sort of top-down control of elections that, that exist in, in countries that people run away from to get to the United States. And here you go to Minneapolis and you've got a, a system that would would do the people of Burma or, or I don't know, Iran, uh, it would make them nauseous. Mm. <laughs> that's, 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 a sh- that's, we should be ashamed that this, that this happens. And this is why Minneapolis needs a functional two-party system, which needs, means people like yourself, uh, Fadumi Youssef, uh, getting, uh, in, into office here. I mean, there needs to be, a, a, another party in that city to hold the DFL accountable, because this is what happens 
when you have one party controlling everything in the city for 50 years uninterrupted. We've got about a minute and a half left. Fadumi Yusuf, how can people find out more about your campaign? You got a website, or how can people find out more? I um, I have a Facebook page. This Fadumi Yusuf, Ward, uh, Minneapolis Ward Six City Council. Okay. I also have a website that says. Um, um, Fadumo Yusuf info um, in uh, 20, 2017 I will find that I'll post it at after the broadcast here whenever I get a moment to, to search around and find it I'll put it up on shotinthedark.info because honestly wherever you live in Minnesota it doesn't matter if you live in Benton County or, or, or deep in the heart of the 6th Congressional District someplace that's solid Republican control uh, until there is a val- viable two-party system in places like Minneapolis and St. Paul which currently have about as much political diversity as, as East Berlin in 1975 uh, this state is going to be under at least some portion of the thumb of the DFL machine, and this is what we're hearing today is an example of that. Faduma, best of luck. Uh, the election's coming up fairly shortly here. I will urge people who have a few bucks to spare to peel off to donate to the campaigning and help out any way they can, because honestly, until we until we crack the, the, the monopoly on power in Minneapolis, this state's going to be a basket case, and, and appreciate the fact that you're running for office. Thank you very much for coming out and joining us today. You're welcome. Absolutely. 651-289-4488. Stay in touch, by the way. I'm dying to hear more about this campaign, and and the more the merrier. When we come back, Twyla Brace will be joining us on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. The fun is precisely half over. Won't you take a chance? Hi, it's Keith Hitner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your Real Estate Chalk Talk, where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hitner Sr. and Keith Hitner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hitner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HitnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away, so I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. A senior technical analyst is sought by Carlson Wagonlet Travel in Minnetonka, Minnesota, to maintain company suite of products and software development lifecycle SDLC. Participate in the configuration, migration, and implementation across and promotion to all development, testing, and production environments. Participate in the implementation of software testing environments, 
Requirements include a bachelor's degree or foreign equivalent in computer science, engineering, or related field, plus a minimum of three years of experience in technical analysis. Experience using Oracle WebLogic application server, Oracle iPlanet web server, strong communication skills, ability to take on ambiguous problems and drive to resolution, ability to adapt to business needs, ability to identify, align with, and implement best practices. Limited telecommuting available. Qualified candidate to send resume by mail to Jennifer Green, Director HR, Carlson Wagonlet Travel, 701 Carlson Parkway, Minnetonka, Minnesota, 55305. If you could cook up the world's greatest radio station, what ingredients would you need? We'd start by mixing in high-quality, free-range wellness experts. Then we'd add in a generous scoop of the topics that matter most to you. Finally, we'd stir in a certified organic website full of helpful resources and garnish with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not some half-baked idea. It's on the air right now. Wellness Radio 1570, online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. This is a three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.